FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Welcome back to the sports scene. For this Monday, you heard the comments of Gator football coach Dan Mullen. We get more great comments now because the ball coach, Steve Spurrier, is going to join us today. His appearance today brought to you by Lake Area Metals, a local manufacturer of quality metal roofs. You can call him today, 481-7663. Coach Spurrier joins us from Atlanta. I'm going to let uh, Steve pick it up from here. Coach, uh, welcome. It's always good to talk to you. Steve, tell us why you're in Atlanta. Yeah, I tell you what, I'm sorry I missed the 12 o'clock time, but we were in a meeting here, the uh, American uh, Alliance Football League. Uh, we're meeting here in Atlanta. All eight head coaches are here, the general managers, the presidents. So we're having a big powwow. Uh, Bill Polian is pretty much running the meetings, uh, along with Ch- Charlie Ebersall, who's the founder of the Alliance of American Football. So we're getting uh, getting all the rules straight, getting the numbers, how many guys on the team, and this, that, and the other. And it's going to be a little different. Uh, we're, we're setting the rules up to hopefully help the offense a little bit and hopefully uh, allow the quarterback to get the ball off, things like that. Uh, the defense can only rush so many guys and this, that, and the other. So we're, we're trying to make it as injury-free as possible, uh, try to help the offense a little bit, and uh, see if we can't put an exciting brand of football out there. Steve, for those who maybe didn't hear you uh, when you were on earlier when it was announced you were going to coach the Orlando team, what attracted you to this league? Steve, if somebody said what would get you back into coaching, I would say maybe a job that took about four months of the year, which this does. Uh, There's absolutely virtually no recruiting involved. Uh, We are assigned to all the football players that went to a Florida school, uh, FSU, Florida, Central Florida, South Florida, the FAU, Miami, and all of them. And uh, so it's sort of territorial, uh, and all the teams will sort of get players from their area. And then the guys from up north, uh, they will be available for a draft. So there will be a draft where our general managers, uh, all of them get together. They they rate all these players. They scout them up, and, and hopefully we'll uh, – uh, have a very uh, evenly divided uh, bunch of athletes uh, throughout the eight teams. We, we want to make it as uh, equal as possible. Uh, one team can't load up on two or three quarterbacks, uh, so there's actually going to be a quarterback draft oh, wow. uh, later in uh, November. So, uh, but uh, we'll we'll have a good team. I think we you know there's a lot of former Gators, Seminoles, and all these guys that uh, there's just not enough room in the NFL. And we want to be like the AAA of uh, football, of pro football. We, we don't want to, We can't be the NFL. They got their own little scheme of things, and that's fine. Uh, but we can be the next best uh, pro football team out there, and that's certainly our goal. Steve, let's talk about Florida, and and I guess the first thing is Dan Mullen's arrival here. I, I think he has struck a chord in in really understanding this job and wanting to be the head coach here. Would you agree with that? Yeah, Dan's been here. Uh, see, he was here five years, I guess, with uh, uh, Coach Urban Meyer. Uh, so he knows the landscape of the SEC, being at uh, Mississippi State, I guess, nine years as a head coach. And uh, we were reminiscing a little bit the other day. I think he's the only coach in Mississippi State history that left 
for a bigger job. Uh, all the rest of them got fired, or maybe one retired. I don't know. And I told him I was the only one that left Duke. Uh, when I got <laughs> hired at Duke, somebody told the AD, you shouldn't hire him because he's going to win a bunch of games and leave. And he said if he wins a bunch of games and leave, he'll be the first one ever to do it. So so Dan and I, I think, got something in common there. But, uh, yeah, you, you can sense there's a, a different air around the team. And uh, we got to take it to the game field, though. Uh, but uh, our strength coach, uh, Nick Savage, he, he's as good as any around. A uh, whole different atmosphere in the weight room. And that, that's going to pay dividends uh, w- when the action starts also. And, and the offense. I mean, it's time the offense carried their load around here. Uh, Dan Mullen is certainly following <laughs> the right people as far as offenses. We haven't been in the top 100 in three years, as you know. So the offense is definitely going to get better. I think the defense will continue uh, playing Gator defense. And uh, our schedule is favorable this year, as everybody knows. So we we got a chance for a big year. Uh, Steve, he named <clears throat> Felipe Franks the, the starter today. Mm-hmm. When you've been able to go out and watch practice mm-hmm. and see what the quarterbacks have done, what have you seen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've told people it's pretty close, and I, I can see why Dan waited till now. Uh, it was pretty close. If someone had jumped out uh, the first week or two, I, I think he might have made a call then. But uh, I think given uh, Felipe the whole week to get the game plan, get most all the reps in practice, that, that's got to help him also, I think. But uh, Kyle Trask has done a super job, and uh, Emory, Emory Jones, he is a quality, uh, talented young man also. So uh, Felipe will get to start. Hopefully we'll get ahead of these guys and everybody gets to play. I know when we played the sort of down-the-line team, uh, all the backup guys and all the walk-on guys, they got an extra hop in their step during practice because they knew about that fourth quarter is going to be all theirs. So yeah, that would be good. That would be good if we could, you know, get us a good high-scoring game, get everybody on the field, and uh, get ready for Kentucky after this one. You know, Steve, one of the things that I – you just, you just kind of mentioned this that I think is really good is the, the new redshirt rule because now, you know, you, basically with this rule, they can play up to four games without burning a redshirt. I love that rule as a coach. Do you like that? Oh, it, it makes sense. You know, why haven't we been doing this all along? Uh, because we're just not as smart as people think we are, uh, college football people. Uh, in fact, my son, Steve Jr., played three plays in the first game his freshman year and couldn't even get a red shirt for that because they didn't report my uh, minor injury that he had. So anyway, but it worked out. He got a chance to get into coaching uh, after four years at Duke. But anyway, it will uh, it'll give uh, teams more players to play, and it's uh, – you know, it's no big advantage for anybody except just every team uh, can utilize their guys up to four games. And if they're not playing a whole lot, then certainly you want to redshirt them. And hopefully uh, young men will realize the advantage of redshirting. Uh, people ask me about our 96 Florida team, and I said uh, our 91 recruiting class was actually number one in the nation. Uh, we had two number ones in the 12 years I was there, and we were able to redshirt about all those guys. So in 1996, we had about oh eight or 10, 50-year seniors out there playing on offense and defense. So, uh, boy, it's really helpful if you could make that happen. Steve Breyer, Steve our guest here, he's at the uh, meetings up in Atlanta with the new league. We're going to leave you with two questions, Steve. You've seen a lot of football in your in your time 
And at the college level, at the quarterback position, what's changed? What What do you see in terms of that position, if anything, in terms of change? I think uh, probably the biggest part, of course, is everybody's in the shotgun. Everybody's faking the, the ball or giving it to the tailback. And the quarterback run. I just really believe it's helpful if your quarterback can run uh, somewhat. He doesn't have to be a, uh, you know, like a tailback back there. He has to be a good passer. Uh, but if he can run and make five, seven, eight yards when he's there, uh, that is very helpful for the offense. So, the, you know, the mobile quarterback, I think, is very important nowadays. And hopefully we're going to have one of those kind of guys down in Orlando with our team also. Uh, but the shotgun, the spread out, uh, these run-pass options they give the quarterbacks now. And in fact, I've, I've learned a lot of new ball plays. I'm going to tell you the truth, watching the Gators this year, Billy Gonzalez and those guys, uh, they do a super job of spreading it around, moving the tight end around, and this, that, and the other. So uh, I, think, I think our fans are really going to love the offense they'll see here uh, Saturday night. I've always respected you, Steve. I think you know that. But one of the things, I, and I'm just not just saying this because you're here, but you constantly, you still want to learn more, more new ball plays, don't you? I'm always looking for a new ball play. <laughs> I tell you what was interesting. I saw uh, Coach O'Sully at the athletic department party a week or so ago, and I said, How, when was the last time you used that play where the guy acts like he's stealing second and he falls down? Yeah. And then our guy from third, you know, stole home on yeah. the play. And he said, oh, I used that four or five years ago. Da, 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 da. I said, that's the first time I've ever seen that play. And I, it's the same thing in football. The fans want to see a play that they've never seen before. So I've sort of told those Orlando people, we're, we're going to draw up some ball plays that you're going to say, that's the first time I've ever seen that one. Hopefully it'll work. If they work, then it's a real good one. Uh, if it doesn't work, as well, at least they tried something different. Well, Steve's going to be with us uh, each Monday throughout the course of uh, the football season to lend uh, his thoughts on Gator football and, of course, as it gets closer to the Alliance of American football season and he starts getting players and all that, he'll let us know what's going on there. But now these meetings down there, Steve, they're going to go on tomorrow as well? Yeah, we're going to meet uh, tomorrow, I think, about noon or 1 o'clock, something like that, and then uh, we've we got to flight back uh, Tuesday night uh, to Gainesville. So I'll be around uh, pretty much all next week and looking forward to the opener. That opener is always a fun one. And, uh, gosh, I can go back and remember our first one in 90 uh, when we had Oklahoma State coming in. I'm sure you remember it all. Yeah, I do. And uh, we, we got off to a good start. And uh, hopefully, uh, we're believing Dan's going to get off to start uh, very similar. Uh, hopefully we can score over 50 this week. I, I'm not trying to put any added pressure on him. <laughs> But, uh, sometimes I think it, it sends a message that, hey, we can score some points. Let's go do it. So uh, hopefully that's going to happen uh, Saturday. All right, Steve. Thank you for doing this, and we'll talk to you next week and see you if not sooner. Okay, Steve. Good talking to Appreciate you. Appreciate we'll you. see you next week. All right, Steve. Thank you. The head ball coach, Steve Spurrier, his appearance uh, today sponsored by Lake Area Metals, a local manufacturer of quality metal roofs. You can call them at 481-7663. 148 time check brought to you by Hayes Prestige Jewelry, where the answer is always yes. Final segment coming up. Stay with us on Sports Scene.